The creation of something new is not accomplished by the intellect, but by the play instinct, acting from inner necessity. The creative mind plays with the objects it loves. That's a quote by Swiss psychiatrist and psychoanalyst Carl Jung. Welcome to episode number 147 of the Overcoming Writer's Block podcast. Today, Judy and I encourage people who want to be more creative to not just work and veg, but to play. Play, specifically, having a weekly artist date is a foundation stone of Julia Cameron's The Artist's Way. You know, in the same way that you can't pour water from an empty cup, you must fill yourself up to write or create. So, in our conversation, we share activities that fill up our creative cups and inspire us. Welcome to the Overcoming Writer's Block podcast. I am your host, Lisa Hoffman. Has someone ever told you that you should write about an experience, but you're not sure if your writing is good enough? Do you have a story to tell, but are anxious about its success? Have you thought about writing a memoir, but worry about being judged or criticized? Are you interested in writing a book, but feel stuck and overwhelmed by the writing, editing, and publishing process? Well, I'm here for you. Every week on this podcast, I'll be answering your questions, sharing my stories, and offering tips on how you can overcome writer's block. Sometimes my fellow Sidetrack sister, Judy Goodson, will join me to offer advice. Other times, I'll interview interesting and creative people to inspire you on your journey. So, here we go. Hey, Judy. Hi, Lisa. How's it going? It's going. Good. No, we're not going to talk about the weather. No. Okay. No. Okay. (laughs) I got you. I'm speechless. (laughs) You're speechless. Okay. So today, we let's go from being speechless, and I'll give you something to talk about. How does that sound? Okay. I like that. Okay. So last week, we were talking about um, really, we've done a lot of talking about like morning pages and writing um, about other things than about your project. So many Mm -hmm. people feel like they have writer's block, they're working on a project, and there is this sense of, I have this goal I need to accomplish, and they feel blocked about it. Mm -hmm. And we've been talking about how to become unblocked. And then I started thinking of, well, what happens if people are blocked, not because there's something in the way, but you've heard that phrase, um, you can't pour water from an empty bucket. Mm -hmm. And I thought, really, maybe people aren't really blocked. They just have nothing to give because they've poured so much out that that bucket hasn't been filled up again. Hasn't and been so that's what we're going to talk about today. Okay, I love it. I think yeah. that's a good idea. Um, I know personally, it, one of the times when that happens is when you live alone. Mm. You know, when you live with somebody, like, you know, at the end of the day, what do you do? You share your work day, you talk about what happened, um, you get updated on the news, you give opinions, but when there's nobody to talk those things out with, because I'm, I'm a person that has to talk to enjoy those and kinds of things. your dog doesn't necessarily respond. She doesn't speak English yet. She tries really hard, but it's <laughs> not there yet. <laughs> 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 so, 
and I won't tell you what she's doing right now that isn't very good. But anyway, <laughs> exactly right. You know, yeah, yeah that's it. Woo, I'm plugging my nose. She's, she's got flatulence. Flatulence. She's very yes. fragrant <laughs> today. <laughs> they will never make a perfume from this fragrance. Do. So I do. I think it's important. You know, last week, one of the things we talked about was not using the word should with things that we were suggesting. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes I, what I want to say is I think our worlds get filled with shoulds. Yes. And we forget shoulds to remove and responsibilities the and yeah. things that we have on our to do list and goals and objectives and, and to do tasks. lists. Tasks. tasks, you know, all the tasks, got to do the laundry, got to do the dishes, got to cook supper, got to do this, got to do that, blah, 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 blah. And, um, you know, you said, you know, mix it up, have breakfast for supper, or for dinner, you know, something like that. But I think it can even go further. And that's what we're talking about today. So yes. we're going to talk about play. Yeah, I yeah. like it. You know, many, many, many years ago, I was um, one of my favorite writing people was Natalie Goldberg. Mm -hmm. And she, in one of her books, had referenced the fact that, you know, she's well known, um, a, a writer's writer. She talks to people about how to be creative and how to get your ideas out. And she um, talked about the fact that she also likes to paint. And she decided at one point to really, really focus on her writing because that's that was her bread and butter. That was what was making her her money. And the painting was taking up a lot of time. She loved doing it, but she was that was not her money maker. That was not getting right. her to her goal. And so she decided to stop. And what she discovered when she stopped painting was that her creativity for writing mysteriously dried up just diminished right yes exactly it, it... and so really what she was discovering and what we're talking about today is you need to have things in your life that bring you fun and joy and experimentation without the expectation of monetary gain or even a product when you're done mm -hmm. that brings you back that sense of playfulness that childhood sense of enjoyment that feeling of i'm so glad i did that that really felt good boy that was a fun afternoon yeah. you know um and, and you know we must we have a very unusual family what i was going to talk about is the last time i experienced that was the day that we were in door county and we went to the hands-on gallery do you remember that and we were doing um what do they call it? Glass. Fused glass. Fused glass pieces. Yes. And they were all different one from the other totally. And I'm sitting there going, <laughs> I'm looking at this one and this one and thinking, how do you do this? I've never done this. you know. And when I got done and they handed me my finished piece, it was actually the next day we picked up the finished yep. piece. I looked at that and I thought, Wow, that was really, really a good thing. I felt good. I felt like I participated and enjoyed myself. And I would never have done that probably just on my own. But mm -hmm. because I had you creatures with me to, you know, egg me on, it, it was really, really good. And I felt very self-satisfied. You know, that feeling doesn't come 
for a lot of things, but no, no, it doesn't. You know, like I said, I think that um, we get we get so grown up, and when we grow up, we get so serious. Yes, and our lives tend to, and even our writing lives tend to be a series of of you know I have to do this, and my goal is to get this many words by then, and it all becomes very serious. And as you were talking about, our family is unique. We realize that. So we have a group called Sidetrack Sisters that we have a weekly commitment to. And you and me and my sister, Michelle, and your sister, Sandy, my mom, we get together on a weekly basis and we write together. We get Mm -hmm. together and lately we're on a salad um, bench, on a salad Mm -hmm. gig. So we get together at mom's house and we all bring some part of a salad and it's on a rotating schedule and we have a meal together. We talk about family stuff. We kind of update on what's going on. And then we, we have a topic and we all piss wine and complain about what that topic is. Right. That's right? part of the program. Yeah, part of the process. Complain. And we kind of brainstorm with one another. Michelle this past week had a real hard time. We were writing about, um, Something about food. food. Something about food. Exactly. And she was like, I have nothing to write. <laughs> and, and what happened? And she had had a very stressful day. A very stressful day. And yeah. so it was so important for her to be able to play with that a little bit, right? Yes. yes. And what happened? And what happened was, is I said, well, you've got some great ideas. And I said about dump meals. And she goes, I've written about that. And I, and I just started thinking about all the different kinds of things that she has created in terms of food. And then we hit on birthday cakes mm-hmm. and our family <laughs> takes birthdays very, very, very seriously. Every month, somebody's got a birthday and cakes are very, um, my birthday cake is the same every single year. And that's what she ended up writing about because she is the cake guru and for the last, I think she said 17 years. She did. Yep. She has been making my birthday cake, but it's not just any birthday cake. It has got grandma's special recipe for what I call slippery frosting. Slippery frosting. Which right. is not, it, it's a. Um, it's a boiled frosting. It's a boiled and frosting. Yeah. And she's and got. It's not it. easy to, to make. It's almost like candy making. It has to be just right and it has to peak just right. And it also expands if I heard her right. The ingredients seem so minor, but it grows and grows and grows so that you have a lot of slippery white frosting, right? <laughs> and sometimes, usually it's kind of puddleish. Um one year it had it had sugar crystals in it. Um, it was crunchy, she said. It was crunchy. And it's not meant frosting. to be crunchy. Sometimes her cake has been a little um off kilter. But it's always been so appreciated on my part. It definitely is her way to show love. And um, because my love language is acts of service, I thoroughly appreciate that. But off on off on a tangent here. Um, always. I love the fact that we get together and we explore creativity in a fun way with Sidetrack Sisters. Mm-hmm. That's something that is a commitment we have to creative endeavors. And I think you mentioned well, earlier... That- the birthday cakes include our whole family. So yes. that's even, that, that's extra fun, you know, because it gives them a chance to laugh and play. And we always have to tell stories about the failures because the, some of them have been very interesting. Yes. And cooking could be your adventure into playing, couldn't mm-hmm. it? 
Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. That's a huge one for playing. Mm-hmm. I, I love, tell the story about, I'm sorry, you were starting to say something. I interrupted you, but we've got to fit in the story about the, the birthday cake that that Art made for Sandy when they were first married. Do you remember what that was about? Not as good as you do. You remember it better than I do. Well, he baked these cakes and the cake was, I don't know if there wasn't enough liquid in it or whatever, but it it broke into four pieces that were almost like a shamrock or a four-leaf clover. And he was trying to frost it and he used the purchased frosting and it was green. (laughs) And um, he looked at the frosting and looked at all these pieces of cake and he couldn't figure out how he was going to get it to piece together. So he kind of used the frosting like glue to piece the cake together. But then he had this empty frosting container and he didn't have enough frosting to adequately get it all covered. So he took the frosting container, he turned it upside down and he put it in the middle of the cake and he just frosted around it. (laughs) And bless you, I thought, who would be the wiser? And yet he said it looked pretty good, you know, and she said it was really cute. But, you know, it was the thought that mattered. It was just... Adorable. Things. Once again, don't get your undies in a bundle about something. Play around with it. See where you can go. And that's great. Yeah, exactly. Where, now, did I make you forget what you were going to say? Well, you know, what I wanted to say is we, the, the first thing I want to say is we have got a commitment to Sidetrack Sisters. And there, I think there are some people that do have commitments to writers groups or book clubs. Mm-hmm. And that is, that, that counts. That's so cool and so important but i think you can also add to that you know if that's simply become another to-do list item there are other things that you can do when i was reading my 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 bible of creativity the artist way by julia cameron one of the things she recommends is having an artist date with yourself once a week and she said it doesn't need to be long but it has to be at least one hour. And she recommends um, doing something fun and out of the ordinary. And it doesn't need to be expensive. It can be as simple as cooking something. It can be something like um, we were talking about um, me playing the ukulele, something that's not going to be um, earning money, something that's not going to be something that has a finished product at the end, but just something you do because you want to. Yeah, and right? people will look at you when you say, you played the ukulele? I would have never guessed that. You know, it's it's a fun story to tell. It's an yeah. interesting thing about and you. It's we like, were talking oh, about Michelle and how her personality, the thing that she has fun with, is buying like stickers and pens and washi tape and decorating and playing with her her um, journal or her, her planner. You know, her planner, her exactly. planner. Mm-hmm. And that counts. And that's like, that's in totally in her possibility. Um, one time we set up a, a group and we decided to make dream boards and how fun that was. Now, once again, you have to let go of, of is this the right way to do it? There is no it right way to do it. It doesn't matter. It's yeah. just fun. And, and the magazines we used to tear out of were, you know, based on our subscriptions so you know (laughs) the dream boards had to be a little flexible because we didn't have every magazine known to man but what i loved about that that 
uh, that day was we included the teenagers, we included the little kids, we included everybody in it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And after the dream boards were created, then everybody just showed us their dream board and said kind of a little bit about it, you know, what they were trying to yeah. to portray or demonstrate or wish for or whatever. And I, I remember just being very impressed with learning something about each other that day. And it probably wouldn't have come out of us even in writing. It had mm -hmm. to come out of us in the expression of trying to find this new, um, I want to say venue or new method of, of putting out new experience. Yeah, exactly. And it was just, I, I'm sitting here looking, I think I still have Michael's and mine over here behind my bookcase because they were just so fun. I couldn't get rid of them. No, um, I can't get rid of anything. Uh, <laughs> there's a shocker. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, and that all comes back to um, back in the day, like I mentioned, the, the artist way. I took a class called the artist way and it was a 12 week class based on the book. The book is 12 chapters long, organized in weeks. Mm -hmm. And in that class, when we made the commitment to the artist's date, is what she mm -hmm. calls it, an artist's date every week, they encouraged us by, you know, getting us to do different things. One of them was that dream board. That was the first dream board I ever made. This was back uh -huh. in 1994. Uh -huh. um, I also in that class did yoga for the first time. Oh, I think I that's, think, you know, that's so you know? cool. Cause how many of us say, Oh, I'd love to do yoga, but you don't really have a venue to test it out and see what it feels like. Just, yeah. you know, but if you there's... make a commitment to an artist date, that would count. Go find a yourself one. a yoga class. There are many places that will, you know, for five, $10, um, you can try it out. And just once mm -hmm. you don't have to have mm -hmm. a membership anywhere. And maybe you like it. Maybe that's something you want to continue. Maybe it's like once and done and that's fine too. So we did, we, we learned what sun salutations were. We practiced them a few times. We did a whole yoga um, practice continuum. And that was like, wow, that was just like so interesting. And there, now there are, there are movement classes. There are, there's um, dance classes. There's so many different things that, you know, why don't we do those kinds of things? It's not, you don't have to make a long-term commitment to something to try something, right? Oh, but there's a, a feeling inside of us. And I think this is really, 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 really um, something that happens in the Midwest. We're also committed to the work we have to do. Mm. And if we take time to play, well, that's not the work we have to do. But the reality Midwest of us- work ethic. You got Get it. it you got it. And as Natalie Goldberg found out- by taking that time to play, you actually are are enjoying your work more because you gave yourself the freedom to have a good time, just do something different. I mean, I mean, I can do something as silly. I remember one time, I a girlfriend and I went to the movies, and we watched. We sat through four different movies. We did a movie binge, and. <laughs> <laughs> it, it wasn't creative or whatever, but you know, you, you, they were all pretty good movies. And by the time you came out of that theater, you had been 
four Your different emotions. places and with four different groups of people. And, you know, movies, if you really kind of let yourself go and get into them, there's a lot to them. I mean, I've been talking about shoot them up and all that. I'm talking about maybe movies with a theme or I did something the other night that I was proud of. I watched a Hallmark movie. <laughs> I, I mean, television was absolutely worthless. And I thought, what am I going to watch? And I thought, well, Craig Eyes watches those Hallmark movies, so I turned one on, and it was really, it put me in a really good mood. It was, huh. it was really, yeah. Okay, uh, so stop right there. That is definitely something I want to touch on. You know, what you said is that, you know, so often we work or we veg, mm-hmm. right? Right. And I want people and to want fill in the middle, Fill in the middle, yes. There needs to be a play component in our lives, too. Mm-hmm. And how when that play component comes in, I believe that that, that not, so we're doing the morning pages in the day, getting the, the pipes cleaned out, but now we need to fill that bucket up. And I think that more than vegging, a sense of play and experimentation and fun is going to unblock people, give them something to... I don't know. It, and not that you're going to write about your play, but it, it does something to our our creativity bucket. It, it gives just, you a sense of freedom. It gives you a, a sense of it's you feel lighter. It, um, you don't feel like oh, the drudgery. You feel lighter and, and more self-satisfied, I think, is part of it. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, a Hallmark movie could be looked at as passive. But I have to say that it was very um, mood lightening, you know, and Uplifting. I liked that. Yeah, mm-hmm. it felt good. And I thought I can see where Craig could get hooked on. <laughs> he does. <laughs> Thank you, Grandma Doris. <laughs> I know. Grandma Doris was sitting around and we were moving in, I believe. And she, yeah, she she was watching a Hallmark movie. And every time Craig brought in a box, he would walk by and, you know, catch a piece of the movie until finally he sat down with her and watched the the show together. And since oh, then he's been a, um, um, a real advocate of, of the Hallmark movie genre. <laughs> well, you know, and really this time of the year, if you're not a sports fan, now he is a sports fan, but I think the night I did this, there was football on two or three channels. There was, and, and I, you know, if it's not the Packers or the Badgers or a team that I'm really um, knowledgeable, not even knowledgeable, but interested in. Mm-hmm. Um, I, if Matt's home, I love to watch with him. You know, that's fun, but not by myself so much. Um, once in a while, I'll, you know, go back and forth with a Packer game or whatever. But um, there was nothing. I mean, there were no choices. And I, I'm not into Survivor or any of those reality shows. They make me so nervous. I could just spit. <laughs> so I thought, okay. All right, I'm flipping through it. The Hallmark Channel came up, and I thought, that's it. And I think the only caveat that we should say about play is it shouldn't be phone-based. It shouldn't be, you know, spending an hour scrolling through, you know, um, Facebook. Facebook Reels or, you know, TikToks. I think we need to say, yeah, that doesn't count. That's just, that, that doesn't fill up any buckets. No, I don't think it does. And I'm trying to decide how to say that it, 
it's it's a passive activity. And I think what we're talking about, and even the Hallmark movie was a passive activity. I think it helps if you're actually involving yourself in it enough to make it an active activity, you mm -hmm. know, something where you're giving something from inside something where you're expressing a feeling or an idea or a desire or a and so i think i think you know and 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 maybe something i guess the hallmark is maybe you know you're expanding getting outside the box is really also mm. i think a component of what we're talking about here so i think what what things really do count um the, you know cooking or baking or you know creating something with food would definitely count especially mm -hmm. if that's not something that you often do you thought, mm -hmm. oh, this would be fun, but for whatever reason, um, playing around with an instrument. Um, the other thing that came into my mind was like those adult coloring books. Yes, yes, you know, that, that's a great venue. I actually, when I worked at the hospital, we had adult coloring books and we'd give those on a pack, you know, a, a thing of a dozen colored pencils to some of the patients and they just loved them. I mean, it would really... So they they couldn't wait to show you a picture because they felt like they <laughs> had no idea that you could do that. You know, it was very cool. Another thing that comes to my mind is sewing. I used to make all my clothes and I haven't done that in forever because I just haven't. And clothes now I can find clothes that are pretty well made for, for pretty, pretty affordable expensive. prices. Yeah. And so, you know, to put all the effort into it, but you, don't have to just sew clothes you can make something fun you know that's another thing that michelle does she's got her cricket and she makes things and she does yeah, she made for she, she got um two pillows and she made um two pillowcases for every month of the year mm -hmm. she is also that fun made, or is that fun she also made a little gnome thing welcome sign or little door. welcome signs and she changes the little gnome Every month. every month and i i mean stuff like that i mean she she uses that that stuff up there and and uh that's like i mean her writing the other night we talked about her writing ended up being i mean we were hooting we thought it was it had a sense of fun to play of um yeah. mm -hmm. it really exhibited her sense of humor it was very fun and she can yeah. be really she can be serious sometimes and her work is quite serious so i thought that was so healthy for her exactly yeah so that is kind of what we're encouraging people to do today is play. Bring an hour of play into your life each week. An artist date that is like non-negotiable. Maybe it might be with other people sometimes, mm -hmm. but you don't have to have other people. It doesn't have to be, it shouldn't be serious, but it should really encourage that sense of play of exploration of fun of doing something out of the ordinary something you just wouldn't normally do yeah and i think that's going to really help people with that that not just writers but people who have that sense of being blocked or stuck whether you're a writer or you need to be creative for whatever your career is or your whatever endeavor you're trying to be creative for. Exactly. Exactly. It's gonna help. I think that's so true. It can help in, you know, self-promotion. It can help in it can help in building confidence because you realize, you know, hey, I didn't think I could do that, but I could do that. I I did that, you know, kind mm -hmm. of thing. And and I think yeah. 
I mean, and thank yeah, goodness. That. Exactly. Yeah, that. That's <laughs> it. That, thank goodness for Sidetrack Sisters because, you know, I'm looking forward to the holidays because we're going to be doing cookies oh, yeah. and cookie decorating. And then we do our painting night together where we make a, a holiday themed painting. And mm-hmm. um, okay, so let's get into and then we do one night of um, gingerbread houses, gingerbread houses. Yes. yes. So mm-hmm. the, the cookie baking, decorating, that's kind of I think we've talked about that before. So that's something that happens in December for us about a week before mm-hmm. Christmas. Mm-hmm. But one year. Um, we got, um, what were they maybe 12 by 12 by eight. I think they were bigger, smaller than that. I don't remember, but anyway, we did what I would have done. They were like that. Yeah. Like six by eight or six by nine, I think. Mm -hmm. And Michelle and I got on the internet and we looked for simple holiday pictures, a single ornament, Santa belly, a gingerbread boy, um, um, a snow-covered tree, things like that. And then we printed those off and had those available. So we, um, Michelle has a, a stockpile of acrylic paints and brushes. We went over to her house. <laughs> and then we, I mean, there were some people who have never, I can't, probably as an adult, ever touched a paintbrush. Mm-hmm. And it could be kind of stressful. So like the Santa Belly, um, just that was like, how, wh- how, where do I even begin? And you know, so we kind of talked. I said, okay, first you got to paint the background, the whole thing, just paint it all. In. Anyway, you know, just being, having a sense of fun and playfulness and, and it turned out great. And it was like, all of them turned out different. We picked different pictures. We picked different images to, um, to play around with. And we had the greatest time. There may have been a little bit of, of slush involved, but um, I think there's usually it just brings out our relaxed side a little bit. Exactly. If not slush, there were definitely brandial fashions. We live in Wisconsin. <laughs> one or the, Needless one or the to other. say, we are the experts and the connoisseurs of brandial fashions. Yes. I prefer the sour. You have the sweet. I'm olives. I'm olives. Sandy's mushrooms. Some yep. people are onions. It just depends. Oh, and some people are straight fruit. So we, right. we don't judge. Anyway. The other thing that we've done is we've done gingerbread houses. And that's that's my gig. I love playing around with gingerbread houses. Now, one year I did them and I had everybody put the walls up and stuff. No. Last year with the people I did, I built the house ahead of time. Oh, okay. And we just decorated them. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I know the challenge the year I purchased. I don't think I was involved last year. No, no. Because Michael was ill. Um, right. But I think that was the challenge was trying to get the gingerbread house to stand. stand I wasn't a yeah. good contractor. <laughs> I've learned that. I mean, I assumed that because that's the way I had done it with first graders. We did it over like four days, three days of building the house and letting it dry. And then one day of decorating. I assumed that that was just something I needed to do for first graders that grownups could do it all. Yeah, no. Um, And I do the, the graham cracker houses. So that was something else that was like, you know, are any of us ever going to sell a graham cracker house, a decorated one? Are we, and guess what? At the end of after Christmas, you know what we did with ours? Throw them away. We threw them away. Yes. It was just to have fun and to laugh and to decorate. There is no goal in gingerbread houses. There is no saving. There is no. I hope you took pictures. 
I don't know that we did. We took pictures of our paintings. Remember, those were good. Yes, yes, we did do that. But, um, you know, just having that sense of play in our lives, A, makes us interesting, and B, it, it, it's, it's self-care. It and is. It takes you out of the realm of everything doesn't have to be serious. Everything doesn't have to be work. Everything doesn't have to be a task. Everything doesn't have to have a beginning, a middle, and a conclusion. It can just be because. Yes. Just because. And how yeah. much that 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 fosters that sense of creativity in, in us. Because if you're not if you're not giving the love to the creativity, yeah, that muse is gonna say, Yeah, you're kind of boring. Um, I think I'm gonna go find somebody else who mm -hmm. who enjoy who's funner to be with. Exactly. You know, if if you're boring to yourself, you know you've got work to do. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I said that last week. I'm kind of bored with me actually. <laughs> so it's time. Oh. Cool. Okay, Judy, let's wrap it up here and we'll talk to you next time. Okay. It's okay. always good. It's always good. I look forward to it. Cool. Love you. Have a good week. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, everyone. If you enjoyed this podcast, you've got to come over to Sidetrack Sisters and join our membership. It's a year-long program that gives you writing topics and encouragement for your own legacy project. We will provide guidance and support as you record your thoughts and stories over the course of 52 weeks. Then, at the end of the year, we will publish your writing in a beautiful keepsake book. So, join us at SidetrackSisters.com. We'd love to inspire you to look at your own life, tap into your memories, find the wisdom, and write it down as a legacy for your loved ones. Until next time, take care. Take care.